Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. I was watching an interview in the, the program that I'm doing with Jim Fortin. He had one of his clients who he's worked with for a long time there. Apparently really huge guy. I'd never heard of him. But he sells um, Organifi products, so then like superfood products. His business has grown from like in the last four years, zero to a quarter of a billion dollars Wow! Um, of value. Yeah, like massive, crazy growth, right? And he was really honest. He was like, you know, in the beginning, I was selling digital products. I was losing like 50 grand a month or whatever. So he's been in business for a little while, but this particular product, they've been able to scale. And someone asked, like we were able to ask him questions and someone asked him the question, you know, what do you think has made the biggest difference, you know, in terms of you being able to scale so quickly? And I almost died when he was like, well, I put a lot of the success down to creating um, real engaging videos. <laughs> I was like, and everyone's like, what do you mean? What kind? What sort? How do you do it? He's like, I, I just, uh, I, I just showed up on video. Like there's not really too much to it, but we put a lot of effort into videos being the way that we can communicate with people, the, the way that we can add value to people's lives, explaining things, blah, 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 blah. It was just, it was, it was video. They weren't, they weren't crazy, like overly produced. It was just talking and, and serving. And I was like, Aah! like, you know, when you just want to sort of scream from the rooftops, like I've been saying this and, um, and it was so validating. I went actually went straight into the Keeping Video Real group and was like, if you need another reason to get out and do a video, <laughs> this, that's what this guy said. And also that he was physical product, so a lot of people don't think that, you know, the video is good or that I'm talking from a place of just personal um, brands, personal brand, online courses kind of thing, and it's, and it's just not. I mean, you look at the bloody YouTubers that our kids watch raking in the, the big bucks. <laughs> With their Shopkins and their slime and their whatever. <laughs> Stop with the baking in like the rainbow colours. Anyway, um, so I, it, it was affirming um, and it's not for everyone obviously but today we're going to be talking about how I've basically built my business on the back of video, pretty unpolished video. So I wanted to give people a little bit of a background that this didn't just come out of nowhere because, I mean, most people just know me from my work online, I guess. So, uh, you know, started the food blog back in at the end of 2012 and had, you know, then I had our youngest daughter in 2014 and I was just like, I just did not have time to create all the beautiful blogs with all the beautiful photography and all that stuff. I just throw the camera in front of my face, like looking pretty feral and, and just teach, show, show people what I was doing. And it, and it just took off. But before that, I'd actually worked for a production company. So I, I always wanted to be a, a journalist. I actually always wanted to work on Four Corners. 
let's face it, or Australian story. My ultimate goal, yeah. I was studying international relations, so I thought it was either going to be the UN or Four Corners, you know. So I started working at a production company for a guy who had, um, (laughs) do you know what the the, the business was really about? was online learning. So they would pay these huge amounts of money to have these online learning platforms for big companies, which is now just like, I mean, no one's paying 35 grand a month to have, uh, like, to get access to a membership site, essentially, that you can populate. I mean, he was quite before his time. Anyway, I started to read the news on Channel 31, which was the community TV here in Melbourne, and I loved it. Auto cue, no problemo. I mean, I have a public speaking background. I mean, this, this, this shit goes back. But that was a really great way for me to practice being in front of a camera. I have interviewed ex-prime ministers and shat myself. Like, I mean, we, we used to go out and create little news stories with um, government people and, you know, CEOs and all that sort of stuff from <laughs> Channel 31. I can't believe we got those interviews. Anyway, we did. And it was awesome. And uh, But I was so nervous. Like, I would just not even be able to sleep the night before before that stuff. I also read the news on a live TV program on Channel 31, um, The Breakfast Show, and I had to go live every 15 minutes or every half an hour. Um, It was like sunrise but community TV. Great training ground. And then I created a TV show called Making the Switch, which was all about how just normal people, like not total greeny hippies, could make more sustainable choices. And we did 26 half-hour episodes back-to-back. And I was the host. I also wrote a lot of it, did all the interviews. It was an awesome time. So I actually had a background in having my face on camera. So, but it was not, <laughs> it was it was almost like I wish my trainings had been on Insta, Insta stories because it is not pretty to be like, brand new at presenting or, um, you know, being on camera when there's like a TV crew there, it's just really scary and awkward and your awkwardness is there for everybody to see. And, uh, and I was very awkward. So I, but because I was doing it so much, so this is like the key thing that I wanted to share. I was not giving myself a chance to second guess. I had to show up. Every Wednesday night, I was on the news. Um, and then once a TV show came, every week there was a half an hour of TV that had to go to air. I did not give myself a chance to back not away. Not do it. Yeah. Yes. There was a deadline and people were relying on me. And and I had to do, I just, I just had to do it. I couldn't get to an interview at someone's office and be like, oh, sorry, I'm just like, it's not a good day for me. Um, or like everyone's set up and ready to go. And I'm like, oh, can I just, no, I'll do this tomorrow. No, next week. I'll come back next week and we'll do this. I had to do it. And that was the training that was most valuable to me when it came to building a business online. I didn't give myself excuses. I certainly am not, like, I'll, I, because you're like, you listen to your podcast and you're like, I actually get a lot of value in looking back over stuff. I have started to do that a little bit. And you always seem very happy with what you see, whereas <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, Lisa, could you just 
wow, in your mind that was happening and that looked that felt quite good. But looking back, you do say um a lot. You do get lost in your train of thought. And wow, that ended up somewhere totally random. Isn't it funny? And- because when I'm creating, I'm thinking constantly, I'm constantly going, oh my God, what? Like, where am I going with this? I don't know what's happening. Is anyone engaged with this? This is a, 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 a. so, so it feels like that franticness in it. But then when I yeah. listen to it on reflection, it's like, oh, it's actually way more eloquent than I thought it was in the creation. But it sounds like you're like the opposite where, <laughs> where you don't necessarily have all those thoughts during, but then on reflection, like the reason I listen to my stuff afterwards is so that I can remind myself that I'm not the mess I feel like I am in the creation of it. Yeah, right. See, I think I like the actual delivering of it. And sometimes I will be like, whoa, 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 what did we start talking about? Like, This is so much easier because it's an interview. But when you're going live on Facebook and you've actually got something that you really need to say, oh, yeah, I can get very lost. Oh, and especially because yeah. of we the comments, can. it can distract yeah, me. Yeah, yeah so we, we all do. But, um, but, and now, see, now I can't even remember <laughs> why <laughs> I brought that up. Um, but I think it had to do with with the fact that if if you if you think too long about it, you're not going to do it. And, you're and gonna, if you have really high expectations of what you're going to create, you're probably not going to do it, or you're going to watch it back and be like, "Oh, that was shit. I'm never doing it again." You know, it's like these. The first time that I showed up at a mic, or the first time that I recorded something on video, it was probably really shit. In fact, it was really shit. I remember listening to my radio demo and I'm like, what, who is that flat, whiny, you know, whatever. But that was 15 years ago. (laughs) So, but so I've gotten better through the practice of showing up. Right. So exactly. And here's the thing, like when I, when I launched Small Steps to Whole Foods, I was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have that many followers. I certainly didn't have an email list. And, and the thing, the thing went off. And the, the only reason that I can really think is because I think it hit the mark at a particular point in time as a, as a product, as an offer. And people weren't fatigued by online courses. They were excited by them at that stage. And it was a market that hadn't really been that exposed. Like the food market wasn't, you know, the, the, yeah, it hadn't really been, it wasn't it was like, like. I quit sugar, Michelle yeah. Bridges. Yeah. That's really what was happening. But even then yeah. I quit sugar was a couple of books, you know, she had a couple of cookbooks and I don't think she, anyway, you know what? Maybe she just launched she it. Just launched it. And I was like, why would I put out an online course when she has? <laughs> Never think that there yeah, is enough room yeah. for everyone. Ain't that the truth? Um, but you have to know what you stand for, why you're different. But the reason I think it did well is because the people who were following me felt connected to me. I'd built the no like trust factor mm. by showing up on on video, and they were only short little videos, but they could see me. They knew I was real. That there was no. This was a two-way conversation. This was also a time when reach on Facebook was awesome. And because I was doing videos, my reach was even more awesome. And what I've seen happen over time is that the people who have been brave enough to step out on video still have businesses today. 
And I, in my um, US mastermind, there is no one in that group who is not doing video as in some way, shape or form in their business. Most of them use it at the front end with marketing, but, and every single one of them are doing it in their courses or programs. But even you think like getting on Skype calls for coaching clients and that sort of stuff, that's using video. Mm. Um, and if you can do that, if you can, if you can shoot a little video, you know, about something cute your kids are doing and send it to your mum, then you can create an Instagram story and you can actually find the most basic ways to get started and start building that connection. I mean, the social platforms are favoring video. We all know that. And, you know, whether or not it's your ideal way to show up. Just find a way, find a way to make it work for you. Yep. You can do little, you know, people just create little still image videos with some voice along the top or whatever it is. But those moving images, the ability to contextualize your message. I mean, some of my most successful videos have been the ones off the cuff you know, I mean, I show people this all the time in keeping video real, you know, the results of campaigns where I've done a really polished, edited, um, produced, like well lit, I've made an effort with my appearance. (laughs) And those ads as Facebook ads are like double the price compared to the one out the back where I've just got my phone handheld, kids probably running around in the background and I'm just telling it like it is, you know, and that's all we actually really need to do to start creating a genuine conversation. But, um, and that conversation is what ends up selling because it does all the hard work for you. So when you put an offer out, people are like, oh yeah, I know Carly. Oh yeah, I saw that. I love watching her stories. Or, oh, yeah, I love in her group, she just goes live. Oh, what do you mean I could get more of that? I could get her attention on me? Oh, yes, please, because it's all out there. They don't need to go like, who actually is this person? Is she qualified? Is she me, 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 me? Like, you know, what if she's not real? What if she's got no, you know, building a consistent practice around this stuff also creates that trust element where, like, I'm not going away. I'm the real deal here. You can, like, this is what I do. Um, so now I've just rabbited on about video because I've got verbal <laughs> diarrhea. I literally can't stop. So stop me now. Um, I'm a, you know, I'm a huge fan of it and I know you are too. Yeah, um, totally. I, I mean, it's the way that, you know, I, I definitely, um, you know, for me, my natural uh, is more towards podcasting. But I use, I use video, you know, like I don't necessarily do many Facebook lives on my Facebook page, but in my group, zuh, you know, I'm in there in, in sharp speak up. I'm in there all the time, just having conversation, like getting on, like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, Oh God, I'm just so bored or I'm like really stuck in my own self doubt right now. So I'm just going to jump into my Facebook group and talk about how I'm really stuck in my self doubt right now. And, you know, and then have a conversation with my people. And I, you know, and sometimes I'll do like Friday night. Was it Friday night? Yeah. 
you know, I'll be like, oh, hey, guys, I'm just sitting here. Miko's watching the footy. Does anyone want to jump on a group call and let's just have a chat and see what we're doing this Friday night? You know, it's actually mm. about connecting with human beings and that that's the magic of video. I can't tell you how many, you know, like I, I, I'm a very well-connected person because I get out of my own way and I connect with people. If Over the years, I can't tell you how many random Skype dates I've done with people who I don't know because I like to I like to connect. And that is one of the key things that has helped me grow my business has been all of those connections that I've made over the years through saying yes to awkward, what could potentially be awkward situations and making the best of them, including a Facebook Live. Facebook Live is something that can potentially be awkward because we don't know how oh. it's going to go. It's live. My best, oh my, my best Facebook Live ever was me walking on the beach. I was having a conversation about, I don't even know what I was talking about, but then all of a sudden the weather changed and I had an umbrella, the umbrella blew inside out. Do you remember? And, yes. And the wind, like it was just like all of it. It was like a cycling. And I was there going, ah! And it, I mean, it was the craziest thing ever, but it got like fantastic reach because people saw me in in the elements, in my element, you know, and that's what people want. They want to know that you're real. They want to know that you stand for something. They want to, you know, they want to see when life throws the crazy shit your way, how you deal with it. <laughs> it's like, like waiting the, for a train wreck. <laughs> like the Facebook Live I did. Um, oh, yeah, when you put the... When I put the icing sugar <laughs> in, the in the gravy, gravy. instead of corn flour. <laughs> You know, that will go down in history in my mind for sure. And, you know, there's so many times that I've had kids interrupt or, um, you know, oh, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, God. When uh, I've lost my cool, when I've just been like, oh, I can't. I did a live just today where I started talking and then I was like crying. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I don't even know where this is going right now. I'm just here crying. <laughs> you know, like I've done that stuff. But but who fucking cares? Like really? Right. Th this is what no, this is most people's is, worst case scenarios, you know. <laughs> but this is, this is people do care. And this is where I see when people come into – keeping video real they're like I can I can create the video I just don't want to post it <laughs> and because yes. they're scared they're really scared of of being judged you know that that fear of judgment and I always just say you're going to be judged like judgment will happen mm. people will sit there and judge you because humans judge but what are you going to do are mm. you just going to not then help people who want to be helped like be polarizing or be, you know, out there and be yourself because the right people will be attracted to you and will very, and very not everyone much appreciate. Has to get, not everyone has to get it, right? Like I, we were talking this morning, I, um, you know, Leonie Dawson has just closed down her membership and she was doing a Facebook Live on her Facebook page about it and she had like a jade roller and she was massaging her face and her kids were coming in and she was talking to them and like, and I was like, I, I have, I don't even know what this Facebook live is about because I've been watching it for five minutes and she hasn't said anything about what it's actually about. And, and I could be like, Oh, oh, oh. but also I'm not Leonie's ideal client. Ideal client. You've never bought her. You never joined her academy or, you know, bought her planners. Like, 
It's not meant to appeal to you. No, and neither is like I'm not going to – me crying on a Facebook Live is not going to appeal to everyone. Some people are like, dude, you're just like too much. Like that's just too much. You're too vulnerable. You share too much of yourself. Can you stop talking about struggle? Can you stop – you know, like I've copped all that stuff and it's like, yeah, I could, but it's not It's not honouring me and I've actually done that before and it led me to some pretty fucking dark places. So I'd rather show up and share and if you don't like it, then that's cool. Scroll on by. Someone else is going to hit it and be like – fuck, I really just needed to hear that today because I felt so fucking alone in my own struggle, you know? So you you got to have a big why reason, right? Totally. But here's the thing, right? We're all scrolling our socials. Even although Leonie is not your cup of tea all the time, you stop to watch her video. Totally. And this is what happens with video. Video. And I bought her planner. The scroll. Yeah, right. This is the thing is that's the power of video. Yeah, totally. We're curious creatures. What's she doing right now? Yeah. Why oh, has she got that, that roller on her face? Like what is she, what, what is that? Right, right. <laughs> and, and here we are talking about I know, it. I know, that's it. And, you know, I just notice that when I'm scrolling, if someone's live or if there's a video, I'll watch to see what's going on because it opens a loop in our brains. Like I can't, I don't, uh, what's going on? We want to naturally close those loops. We don't want to be sitting going, Carly's live, but I don't know what she's talking about. And that makes me feel easy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I want to know what she's talking yeah. about. And this is how people feel about everybody online. And I also think that it's that sense that we have that we've got nothing valuable to say or we're imposters or we're taking up space. Mm. Yeah, we're taking up space, but only the people who are genuinely interested will stick around and watch. Everyone else will just scroll on by. So you're doing a huge disservice to the people you can help by just not showing up for them in a way that they can absorb you and your message. Um, maybe you're teaching them how to do something and it's going to absolutely change something for the better. And you're just sitting there on all this gold and you're not sharing it on video because you're too worried that, you know, you need to get your eyebrows done or, you know, you need to lose 10 kilos or you don't have the right equipment or you haven't, you can't do it like this person and why, you know, whatever. It do, actually You don't have the matter. lighting. You haven't had a blowout right. this week. Your makeup I, hasn't been done. Even though right, you've got the like, kids. No one started off creating video for their business with a set like Marie Forleo. Mm. Not even she did. Right. Like, I mean, exactly. And I think that we we compare our where we are at right now, we make that wrong somehow when it's absolutely exactly where you're meant to be. You just need to get started and remove the barriers that are in your mind because they are, they're all just in your mind to actually pressing go. Because, you know, one thing is for sure is that, you know, this is where social media is kind of going down this path. We see it with IGTV. We see it with Insta Stories. We see it with Facebook Watch arriving. We see it with Facebook absolutely um, promoting video more. Like my Facebook ads are lower than other people's because I show up consistently on video and on Facebook Live. That is what Facebook wants. That's what they think makes a social interactive, engaging page. 
So my relevance scores are good, which means my ads are cheaper. Like it makes sense for so many different reasons. But the problem is our, our, our visibility blocks. And remember we did, uh, we did an episode after I had that interview with Sam Nolan-Smith um, that is now inside um, Keeping Video Real because it was just so valuable. And, you know, there's so much so many subconscious stories like and that are that are holding us up from from being seen what would you say would be the things that you would think people wouldn't be doing video for why would you not do video i can't even imagine a world where Kylie oh, no, wouldn't do I video can't, but anyway. i can't either and you know i mean i my story with you video started-, started back in 2009 when I was running on the beach with a video camera in the height of my depression. Now, if I can the do that, blogger. yeah, the running yes. blogger, if I can do yeah. that, and that was like not convenient because in 2009, cam- you know, phones didn't have cameras in them. In fact, they didn't even have right. internet. So, you know, very, very rarely you would get one that actually you could connect to your emails on. So I was running with an actual video camera, coming home, plugging that bitch into my into my laptop, getting the videos, uploading them to YouTube with oh. with my internet back in 2009 too, which actually isn't much better than my internet today. But anyway, um, and then publishing that via YouTube into Facebook. So if I can do that when I would literally cry if the guy at Woolies asked how I was, if I can do that then, you can sure as shit hit, you know, live on a video when you're not depressed as fuck running, so unattractive running, uh, you know, don't have all your makeup on, haven't had your eyebrows done, need to get the roots, need to lose 15 kilos, hate the sound of your own voice. Um Right. You know, don't, don't like how many ums, just you're in a constant state of judgment as to how, you know, how you sound and look like we just need to give ourselves a fucking break. We also need to get over ourselves. Yeah. Because it's actually not about us. It's about the people who are going to hear the stuff too. And, you know, you think about Instagram, IGTV. I am not clicking on IGTV to watch, but I absolutely love Insta Stories mm, because I, I get Insta to see stories. the people behind the thing. I that is the power of it. It's that it's that. Um, oh, that's where she lives. But it, oh, and it's oh. also like oh look, like I mean, I posted some that is so not on brand for me at all. It's like I was cooking stock, so I like did a video of me cooking stock in the slow cooker. Like it's like it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be carefully. It can be whatever. The more random shit you throw in there, it's fascinating. <laughs> I would say that that is the best place for a lot of people to start at the moment. 15 seconds is nothing. You know, you could create a little 15 second something. You know, if you, if you end up liking what you do, you can pull something into your feed. You know, you can save it. I save all of mine to my phone automatically. So, if, you know, it's been a bit of a fun day, I then just pop them all into iMovie and create a little video from them. Um, but it's so, it, it, the other thing is, is that, um, you know, we know it's going one way. We know that also that the um, generation below us and below them 
they're so cool on camera. This is their place. We'll disappear from social media if we don't start to participate on video. And also, um, it gives you this kind of, I didn't realise this until people started thinking that I was some kind of celebrity, um, that it gives you this kind of, not authority, but people, uh, it does, it creates an element of, I guess, celebrity because not everyone does it. It's a really easy way to separate yourself from a crowd in a very crowded online world and people love it because you're doing something that they would be like, oh, my God, I would never do that. Like go ahead and give it a crack and you'd be so surprised where that practice, where that discipline actually takes you and your business. Like, I mean, I, I totally like this guy, Drew Canoli kept on saying cannoli and I just kept on thinking of sweet desserts mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and and myself have built businesses on the back of this. I, 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 if I had not been showing up on video and, yeah, I had a bit of a head start in that I was used to it, but I still, but it was not done in a studio. Like I had to work out, my, I broke every single rule of lighting, sound, framing, all of that stuff. No one cared. Everyone just thought it was funny when I, or helpful when I showed them how to, uh, you know, that snow peas. I sat on my front doorstep once when every single other person in my family was asleep. And I just put some butter and garlic in a pan, put some snow peas in there because we had, I got beautiful fresh snow peas from the market that morning, or maybe they were sugar snaps. And then I was like, how can I make this more tasty? I know parmesan and lemon rind and salt. And I sat on my, I sat outside and just ate those and videoed myself doing it. And I was like, this is the best tasting thing I've ever had. And everyone's asleep. And it was like a two, two minute video. And that was when I knew I was onto something because the response was outrageous. I didn't even have a particularly big following and people were just like, I've never forgotten your, you know, <laughs> parmesan and lemon. <laughs> And it's like, wow, this is powerful stuff. Yeah. I just got up out of my bed, made myself something and shared it because I thought other people might like to see it too. Get out of your way, stop complicating it for yourself and thinking it's harder than it needs to be and just start shooting. Yeah, because we've got the technology. We don't need to take a video camera out with us anymore. We can literally pick up our phones, turn the camera to face us and hit record. It's That's it. that simple. Done. It's like the barrier to entry is so low with creating video now. There's even these awesome apps that you can use to edit stuff up for you to make it look fancier. But I can tell you from ex- my own experience is that it's the stuff that's most real, most raw, most unpolished that people connect with every single time. It's frustrating when you made a bit, bit of an effort. <laughs> and then um, the stuff that <laughs> then you're like, well, that was waste. because. <laughs> That, that off-the-cuff one is the one that seems to do better every time. So let's get visible on video. Yeah. Let's do it experimenting on something like Insta Stories. You know, Facebook Live is, is where you want to get to, if you can, in your groups um, or, or on your page. But really, 
start experimenting. Just go, feel the feels. It'll feel nerve-wracking and you'll be scared that people are going to judge you or think you're ugly or fat or sound like poop, whatever it is. Move on, get over yourself. Everyone's going to appreciate seeing you. You will be judged, but those people don't matter. If your business is worth building and your story is worth sharing and your products or service actually really helpful to people, then you are doing your business and yourself a disservice not showing up on video online in 2018. For sure. True that. All right. Well, next week we are going to dive into my wonderful world of podcasting. Cannot wait. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company. Oh,